Hey there, I'm Daphna Chazen, and this is the Down to Earth PCOS Nutrition Podcast. On the show, we talk about managing PCOS using proven strategies, ditching diets for good, and balancing hormones naturally. Let's get to it. today and how to choose them, how to make sure they're perfectly fit for you and that you're not taking anything that you don't need to be taking or that's not producing results for you because that's just a waste of time, money, and effort on your part. And we don't want that. So I'm going to actually walk you through the process that I use to create supplement regimens for my clients. What are the questions that I'm asking myself? What are the questions that I'm asking them? And hopefully that this is going to help you to come up with a more narrowed down selection of supplements for yourself. So we're not going to talk specifically about recommending supplements. I'm not going to recommend specific supplements. I'm going to give you lots of examples and ideas as to what to look for. And this is based on my experience. So I know some of the symptoms. I know some of the struggles that you're dealing with. And we're going to talk a lot about different examples. And that's hopefully going to give you some food for thought so that you can go out and create your own excellent supplement regimen. If you're new to me, my name is Daphna Chazen. I'm a registered dietitian and I help women with PCOS reverse insulin resistance and inflammation, heal their body using food, supplements, and lifestyle habits, and really get the results that they're craving and looking for and help them ditch diets and stop kind of yo-yoing throughout their healing journey because that's not what we want. So we're going to get right into talking about supplements. And before we do that, I want to talk a little bit about just general tips regarding supplements. So let's start off by saying that supplements are meant to supplement. That's why they're called supplements, right? So we cannot use supplements to replace anything in our diet. So I always tell people, just like a workout, a supplement cannot fix a bad diet. And when I say bad diet, I mean a diet that's not really helping with insulin resistance, a diet that has a lot of processed foods that doesn't contain a lot of nutrition in it. So taking a supplement is not going to help. We have to have a good foundation with the diet before we add supplements. They're kind of like the cherry on top that takes your results from really good, which is how you get your results to be with diet, right? This is what you want to work on with diet to get your results to be good. And when I say good results, I'm talking about you're starting to see healthy weight loss. You're starting to see less cravings, more energy. Your skin is clearing. Your hair is not falling out. All of those things would be indications that you're doing well, your hormones are falling into balance, and that you're starting to reverse some of your most stubborn symptoms. And that can definitely be done with diet. And then you can add supplements to really optimize your results. You really take your results from very good to excellent. And we all want excellent results. A supplement can help you do that, but you can't just add a supplement if your diet is not solid. If there's not a good foundation, a supplement's not going to help. So that's tip number one that I want you to really think about. And this is something that, of course, I teach in my program, how to create a strong foundation with your diet. And then toward the end, we talk about adding supplements. The second thing that I want you to understand is that your supplement regimens should be very tailored to your needs. So unfortunately, if you take something that's working for someone else and your root causes are different, your symptoms are different, your hormones are different than hers, you're not going to see the results that she's seeing. So it needs to be very customized to your needs. And that's what I'm going to help you do today. I'm going to help you figure out how do you customize it to your own needs 
without working with a professional. Although if you're confused and you're doing a lot of different things that you're not sure are working, you may want to get some help. But in the beginning, if you're just getting started and looking to create a supplement regimen, you can definitely try to do it on your own and I'll help you do that. So you want them to be tailored. You don't want to use a cookie cutter kind of supplement sheet. You want to really be thinking about it. Be thoughtful about the supplements that you're adding. That's going to give you the best results. The other thing is quality grades of supplements do vary. So let me know in the comments, if you get supplements, do you get them from Amazon, GNC, Walmart, Target? And there are a lot of good brands in those places. However, those are considered commercial grade supplements. Commercial grade supplements are supplements that are made with, you know, regular, I would say, ingredients that are not necessarily verified. Okay, so right now, at least in the United States, and I know in many countries around the world, supplements are not well regulated. So the FDA does not regulate on supplements. It only regulates on food and drugs, which are prescription drugs. But because supplements are not prescription, anyone can walk into a store and buy a supplement. There's very little monitoring of what goes into those supplements that are commercial grade. And oftentimes the ingredients are not great. There's a lot of fillers. There's a lot of artificial things, not a lot of the active ingredient that we're actually looking for. And that's, again, because the quality control is not there. So you want to be careful with very cheap supplements, with supplements that don't look very professional. Always look at, read the labels. But one of the things that I do recommend is going with medical-grade supplements. So medical-grade supplements are monitored by the same standards as prescription drugs. So they go through very rigorous testing. And those companies usually also use third-party labs to confirm and to test their products and show that they actually contain what they say they contain. So no one can really, you know, trick you or sell you something that doesn't contain what it says on the label. Medical grade supplements that have been third party tested, and those are the ones that you want to look for, will have something called the NSF or the USP seal. And it should be right there on the bottle. And that's a great indication of a high quality, good supplement that probably contains enough of the active ingredient that you want. But this is something that you can look for on the internet and research to make sure that you're buying the right stuff, the good stuff, high quality stuff. Okay. Now, here's the thing with supplements. They should not take years to work, okay? So a good supplement should work within four to six weeks. And if you're not seeing results, if you're not making, it's not making a difference and you can feel or see or know that you're actually on the right track, it's probably not working for you. The one exception to this is hair loss. Hair loss and regrowth does take a long time. So you do want to stay consistent with that. But if we're talking about cravings, fatigue, acne, Things like that, you should see an immediate change. And when I say immediate, not the same day, of course, but within four weeks, I would say that should work for you. If it's not, you may want to think about changing it. So don't wait too, too long. Don't take something from months and months. If you're still having a lot of cravings, if you're fatigued, if you can't sleep, all of these things should correct themselves with the right supplement within four to six weeks. Okay. All right, so let's dive into the three questions that I want you to consider when you're selecting your supplements. And again, this is what I use when I'm creating a supplement regimen for my clients. And these are the questions I'm asking myself, I'm asking them, and we work together to create a really good supplement regimen. Now, my goal for everyone is to take as little pills as possible. Okay. So I don't want you taking a whole bunch of stuff. We're going to start with, usually I start with maybe three supplements that are very targeted 
And then we go from there and we can tweak it and change, add or reduce. And that's what my goal is. I don't think taking more supplements is necessarily better. So we have three questions. And hopefully when you go through the three questions out of each one, you're going to come up with one supplement that you can take to address that question. Okay. So that's the process that I use. And it's simple. It's not easy. You do need to know what you're doing, but let's get into it so that you can start thinking about your own. The first thing that I want you to do is this is this is the most important thing is think about what symptoms and you probably think about this all the time anyway. What symptoms are most bothersome to you? What symptoms are really a problem every single day? And I want you to think about the most stubborn ones, the ones that you haven't been able to address properly. They keep coming up. They're affecting your quality of life and you can't stop thinking about them. They're really a problem. These are the ones we want to focus and prioritize. We want to focus on them and we want to address them first so that you can feel better right away. So after you think about what those things are, I want you to think about what could possibly be causing them. So what's the root cause? And if you do some research or if you've already been on Instagram pages and online, now not all Instagram accounts are good and credible. So hopefully you get your information from a credible source. And if you're here, I would say you are, but you can do some research to find out what is the root cause or the potential root cause of those maybe one, two, or three symptoms that are most, most annoying to you. You'd love to get rid of them. If I could wave a magic wand, those are the ones that you would want to get rid of. So we're going to think about what is their driver? What's driving these symptoms? And then we're going to take it a step further and we're going to think, can we address all two or three of those with one supplement? Are they all linked? Okay, so let me give you some examples. If you're someone who deals with excessive weight gain in the midsection, so a lot of belly fat and cravings, those are very closely linked to insulin resistance. So there's a really good chance also knowing that about 70 to 90% of women with PCOS are dealing with insulin resistance. There, those are pretty big clues and signs that what's driving those symptoms is insulin resistance. So we're going to find a supplement like maybe berberine, like magnesium, like chromium that can help sensitize your body to insulin. Okay, so now we're addressing those two things with one supplement. I'm not going to take all three of them. I'm going to select one, try it out for a couple of months, see how I feel. If it's not working, I'll switch to another. Or if you're dealing with a lot of fatigue and IBS, maybe constipation, diarrhea, a lot of bloating, digestive distress, heartburn, things like that, those are probably linked to inflammation. So I'm going to find a supplement that's going to help me reduce inflammation. Maybe I look at something like, NAC, that's a very important supplement for reducing inflammation. Maybe I use coenzyme Q10. Maybe I use something called melatonin, which you may be familiar with sleep disorders, but melatonin is actually a very powerful antioxidant that can reduce inflammation. So if I'm identifying that I have inflammation, maybe I have migraines, I have eczema, I have joint pain, fatigue, all of those things are inflammation related. So I'm going to group them all together and say, okay, the driving force behind this is likely inflammation. Let me find one supplement that's going to address this. And some of the ones that I just mentioned would be great options. Okay. What you don't want to be doing is adding a whole bunch of supplements at once, because then you're not going to know which one is doing the work for you. Another example, if you're dealing with missing periods, you know that you're not ovulating, you have hair growth, you have acne. Those are all signs of high testosterone or high androgen levels. So we can use a supplement that's going to address all three of these things, missing periods, acne, hair growth, or maybe hair loss, 
in one. And we're going to go with an androgen reducing supplement. So maybe we use saw palmetto. Maybe we use something called DIM, D-I-M. Maybe we use something called zinc. Okay. So we're going to find a supplement that's going to give kill two, three birds with one stone. One pill is going to address those symptoms because again, when we look down the funnel, they're all coming from the same root cause. So it's much better to address the root cause with a supplement and understand what's driving those symptoms and then use one supplement that's going to help fix it. So that's question number one. Okay. Question number one was what are my most stubborn PCOS symptoms? And then I'm going to look at the root cause of them and I'm going to find a perfectly matched supplement to address that root cause. And again, that could be high androgen levels. That's an example of a root cause or maybe a driving force, we should say. Maybe inflammation, maybe it's insulin resistance. Now, if you have everything that I just listed, pick the one thing or the few symptoms that are most bothersome to you. What would you like to address first? We have to prioritize. We likely can't deal with all of them at once. And it's again, not going to be as effective. So let's take it step by step. Start with the ones that are really, really bothering you. Second question I want you to ask yourself is what gaps do I have in my diet and public service announcement right now? Everyone has gaps in their diet. I have them. The most fit, healthy person out there has them. It is perfectly fine to have gaps in your diet. It's unavoidable because we cannot eat perfectly all the time, nor should we, okay? So let's normalize having gaps in our diet. It's totally fine. And when I say gaps, I mean, you're not getting certain foods on a regular basis. You're not able to eat the right amounts, the right quality, and the right types of foods all the time, okay? So that's normal. But we do want to fill those gaps so they don't become deficiencies over time and start producing symptoms for you. Now, this could be something that you're doing and you're aware of, meaning you know your diet is not the best. Maybe you're busy. Maybe you're having a hard time kind of following a healthier diet Or maybe you're doing it for religious purposes. Maybe you're not eating certain foods for religious purposes. Maybe you're following a vegetarian diet. Maybe you're avoiding gluten because you're sensitive to it. Maybe you're not tolerating lactose. Could be a bunch of different things. But no matter what, we want to fill those gaps so that your diet can be completed by the supplements and they help to prevent deficiencies. So the ones that I look for specifically in women with PCOS are very, very specific. Okay. I look for fish. Are you getting fish regularly? Maybe two, three times a week, ideally fatty fish like salmon, trout, mackerel. Okay. So if you're not getting it regularly and many, many women don't, they either don't get around to it. They don't like to cook fish or maybe their, you know, family doesn't like the smell of fish. I have a lot of women say, I like it, but my family doesn't like it. So I don't make it. Or maybe you're allergic to it, or maybe it's something you don't know how to cook, whatever it may be. If you're not getting fish regularly in your week, you're definitely going to want to supplement with an omega-3 supplement. Another example, if you're not getting enough vegetables in your day, and when I say enough, I mean getting at least five cups of vegetables throughout your day. I know it sounds like a lot, but it's doable. I teach my clients how to do it inside my program, I think in a very fun and easy way it makes a huge difference. So when they start adding those nutrients, vegetables in every meal, they eat a variety of colors. This week we have a colors challenge in the group. And yesterday was purple day. Monday was red day. Today is orange and yellow day. And this is how the ladies are really challenging themselves to add more variety of vegetables, produce in general into their day. 
But if you're not getting up to those amounts and you know that you're lacking in the vegetable department, you may, may want to cover your basis with a multivitamin. It's very important. And if you've had years and years of not eating vegetables to the degree that I just described, you're going to want to supplement and you're not going to have to do it forever. Hopefully you are able to modify your diet over time. But for right now, we do want to cover those empty kind of holes in your diet with a multivitamin. Another example that I look at, is this person eating enough nuts and seeds for magnesium? If they're not, we're going to supplement that because that's a very important supplement. So we do want to look specifically at different foods. And I would say fish, nuts and seeds, vegetables, dairy. If you're avoiding dairy for whatever reason, we are going to want to supplement calcium because calcium will help your vitamin D levels, which women with PCOS are generally deficient in, which is we'll go into next. But you do want to be really strategic and have an honest kind of look at your diet. You may want to keep a food journal for a couple of days to really identify where is your diet lacking? Where could you have some gaps? And then we're going to fill those with specific nutrients that are in those foods that you're not eating. Let me know if this is making sense. So we talked about, you know, fish, nuts and seeds, definitely vegetables. And then if you're avoiding dairy and if you're not getting good quality protein, so, you know, meats that are good, like lean beef, chicken, turkey, maybe bison, things like that. That's going to impact your B12 and zinc and iron levels as well. So those are three very important nutrients that you need to have in your diet. And we had a thread in the group about not tolerating meat. So if that's you, if you're not tolerating meat, you may want to supplement those things because they're very important. And the main source of them is animal meat, animal protein. Okay. So I do want you to think about having an honest look at your diet, maybe you keep a journal for three or four days and then you say, okay, I'm really not eating enough vegetables or I really haven't had fish in months. Maybe I do want to supplement those things. So that's number two. Number one was looking at your symptoms. Number two, what diet gaps can you fill? Number three, and that's the third thing that I look at is what are some common deficiencies in women with PCOS? And there are many, unfortunately. A lot of them we're going to address with the other two questions that I just showed you. But what we do want to look at here is as a woman with PCOS, what risk are you having for different deficiencies? And there are specific nutrients that we're going to want to consider. The first one, and this is probably the one supplement I recommend for everyone, and that's inositol. Let me know in the comments if you take inositol because it's really hard to get it from food. Most people don't eat enough of the foods that contain inositol naturally, and it's very hard to get from the diet. And women with PCOS, inositol, for those of you who are not familiar, is a type of B vitamin that women with PCOS don't make enough of. And it's extremely important, not just for fertility, but also for sensitizing your body to insulin, reducing your risk of heart disease. So it helps with reducing cholesterol. It's going to help with anxiety. It's good for a million things. It's a very important supplement to take if you have PCOS and if you're dealing specifically with a lot of the symptoms that I mentioned. So that's one nutrient that's commonly low in women with PCOS, and it is the supplement that I usually recommend across the board. The other one is vitamin D. Now, the general population really does have a problem getting the vitamin D amounts that we need from the sun, and especially depending on when you where you live, if it's a cloudy place or a place where the winter is really long, 
or in the past year with, you know, COVID where everyone was mostly at home, we probably didn't get enough sun exposure and we didn't get the vitamin D that we need. So that's another nutrient that's really hard to get from food. 70% of women with PCOS are deficient in vitamin D. That's a huge number. That means most of you watching today are likely deficient in vitamin D. So we do want to supplement it. And what I would recommend is that you get it tested first. So if you haven't had it tested in the past six or nine months, you do want to ask your doctor to have it tested, see your baseline, establish the level where you're at right now. And then your doctor can recommend supplementation or a dietitian or a naturopath or someone who's a healthcare professional can help you identify the level of supplementation that's right for you. Some people are so deficient that they need to get mega doses through a shot, but most people can just supplement it with a pill. It's very, very important because vitamin D is essential, not just for producing hormones, but for inflammation, for bone health, for sleep, for mood. It's good for a million things and you do want to supplement it. So if you get your levels tested and you see that you're insufficient or deficient, definitely start supplementing with that. We talked about inositol. And then we have nutrients that women with PCOS are definitely at higher risk for deficiency in because of the medications that are commonly prescribed. So when we talk about things like birth control pill, we're looking at a high risk of zinc deficiency or folate deficiency or vitamin B12 deficiency. Also, when we think about things like metformin, all of you here, if you're taking metformin, you should be taking a vitamin B12 supplement because metformin will deplete your vitamin B12 stores. A lot of doctors don't tell you this, but it is very important. So when we look at the medications you're taking, and we also cross-reference that with the deficiencies that you're more prone to, we get a good idea of what supplements we need to take. So maybe we pick vitamin D and inositol here. Maybe you have high androgens, like I mentioned, and you start on something like salt palmetto. And maybe you also have some weight gain and cravings. So you go with magnesium to help sensitize your body to insulin. Now you've come up with four supplements that are very targeted. They're very much linked to the symptoms you're having, to the problems that you're suffering from into the high risk that you have just by being a woman with PCOS, which unfortunately does put you at risk for deficiencies and conditions further down the line, a supplement can help you mitigate that risk. So now fairly easily, you can see how you can come up with those supplements, start taking them again, four to six weeks, you should see a tremendous difference if your diet is dialed in. If you're doing everything you can to make your diet healthier, more appropriate for PCOS, you're eating based on your carb tolerance, you're adding a lot of antioxidants, you're focusing on pairing foods, all of the things we talked about here last time and in previous videos, that's a precursor to taking a good supplement, right? We want to do that first. But then once you add those supplements, I have clients who start taking them and within a week, they say, oh my God, I can't imagine not taking it anymore. I can't believe how much better I feel. I didn't even know I could feel this good right? So that's what you want. That's right. That's a dream. So make sure that you're going through these questions. Make sure that you're thinking about these specific things and only take supplements that will address those. I hope this was helpful to you. If you want information about my group, message me or put it below this video as well. And I will get in touch with you and tell you all about it. All right. I'll see you again next week. Bye for now.